What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Snaggle Show, and I am your host, Chris Jardine, a.k.a. Snaggle J. Welcome to the Monday episode. Thank you guys, as always, for dedicating some time out of your day to let me invade your ear space and talk about whatever random gibberish um, I feel like talking about today. I wanted to say two things first. One, big shout out and big thanks to everyone who provided me some great feedback on last week's episodes uh, about the my Google Stadia reaction and my E3 episode especially. I really didn't intend that episode to go 54 minutes long, but uh, you know it was it was well worth it. Uh, I got some really really good feedback, some great messages uh, and tweets on Twitter, um, some great uh, conversation in the Discord about it as well. So I thank you guys so much. Uh, for once again supporting the Snaggle Show on Anchor.fm slash the Snaggle Show or in your podcast app of choice, Apple, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, what else? Spotify, Pocket Casts. There's a whole bunch of them. Go to Anchor.fm slash the Snaggle Show. There's a whole bunch of them right there below the uh, album art. And as always, I appreciate you guys. Like I said earlier, giving me a little piece of your day. Uh, to talk about what's going on. And today what we're going to be talking about uh, is a show I'm going to do somewhat regularly, uh, probably I would think seasonally, Um, and it's going to be called Three Now, Three Soon. And basically I'm going to talk about three video games I am playing and enjoying right now, and three video games I am very excited to play in the near future. I think it's a uh, you know, it, for those of you guys who have followed my exploits for a little while on Twitter and Twitch and other places, my gaming tastes have changed a lot in the last 18 to 24 months. And you know what? I, I, I look at lists I've had previously of games I was excited about and then they came out and I didn't play them. And, you know, it's one of those things um, where, you know what, I just thought every now and then I'm going to I'm gonna drop a... Uh, an episode where I'm going to talk about three games I'm enjoying right now, three games I'm really looking forward to. Uh, these are in no way uh, you know, coerced or, or ads or anything like that. Uh, this is just you know stuff I'm playing. So without further ado, let's jump in to three now, three soon. So three games I'm playing right now. Now, um, one of them... Actually, none of them are really new games, but I guess they're kind of new to me. Uh, But the first one is not very new to me, and that is Octopath Traveler on the Switch. Um, Now, kind of a good time for me to be playing this as uh, it is now available on PC. Um, I think it came out on June 7th on PC. Um, Square Enix's really first big, ambitious project on the Nintendo Switch. It came out, uh, you know... I think in mid-2017, somewhere after the Switch launched. Um, so Switch been out in 2017 or 2018? 2018? The Switch is 2. So it came out in 2017. Okay, woo! I'm losing my mind there for a second. Uh, I almost caught you guys chat again. Um, <clears throat> well, this is right off the rails, right off the beginning. Uh, anyway, I've recently started playing Octopath Traveler again. It is a fantastic uh, RPG. If you are a fan of the 8 or 16, more more the 16-bit um, Final Fantasy games, uh, this is going to feel very, very familiar to you. You have eight characters around the world that 
you can add to your party and use them in various uh, you know various lineups of four um, everyone has their own little special skill there's a great story every character has their own story um, you know it's one of those RPGs that has that retro feel but has some nice little interesting things added to the combat like the boost system uh, which gives it a more modern feel um, it's one of those games you pick up you start playing you really can't put it down uh, I think I have you know uh, many 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 hours into Octopath I think on this new save I got about four or five hours into it um, and I'm kind of doing it uh, differently than I did the first time uh, just really was looking to get an RPG fix in there um, and yeah Octopath Traveler is for the Switch I mean you have a hard time finding something better uh, in that sort of again that that more retro turn-based combat sort of style um, Another game I'm playing right now, and I'm going to group this into two because one kind of fueled the other. Um, but I started playing Dauntless on the PC. So Dauntless is available through the Epic Store on PC. It is free to play. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And basically it is a... Uh, it can be a solo or it can be a multiplayer... Uh, monster hunting type game. Now, I've been wanting to get into one of these kind of games for a while, and I was looking at uh, Monster Hunter Generations for quite some time on the Nintendo Switch. Couldn't bring myself to pick it up. Couldn't bring myself to pick it up. The price never got down to somewhere um, where I was was happy with picking it up. Um, so I gave Dauntless a try on the PC. I'm not a big PC gamer. I don't like playing with mouse and keyboard. Uh, I have, uh, after many, many, many years of working, you know, an office job on computers, um, uh, at the end of the day, you know, my wrists and my fingers are very sore. Uh, I'm quite positive. I probably have early onset carpal tunnel for sure. Um, so I don't really enjoy playing mouse and keyboard games. It's just, especially the keyboard part, it's, it's hard for me to maintain that over a long period of time. But Dauntless is super fun. Um, I really, really, really enjoy it. I, I, I like the kind of simplisticness to it. And then as part of the E3 sale, I find out that Monster Hunter World, uh, was on sale for a very good price on PS4. So I picked it up. Uh, I've been playing it. Uh, I played it a little bit today. I played it some over the weekend. Uh, and again, it's a lot of fun. The, it, the premise is simple. You know, uh, I would definitely say Monster Hunter World seems to have a little more story elements than Dauntless does. Um, but it's pretty simple. You know, you're you're going out, you're doing tasks, you're killing uh, monsters or capturing monsters uh, as part of certain objectives. You harvest, you know, you know parts from them, which you can use to upgrade your gear, and then the cycle continues. Um, Monster Hunter, and they're both great because you can play them with friends, you can play them with randos if you want. Um, I haven't got to play with friends yet, which I think is going to make it a lot more fun. One thing I've really enjoyed as I've gotten <clears throat> older, is, especially in the last year or so, is just how easy it is to play games with your friends. Um, now, I'll be the first person to admit, I don't have a lot of friends. Um, and the ones that I do have don't live very close to me, but you know, the, my friends that game is, is what I mean. So it's nice to be able to just pick a game and be like, Hey, you want to play some monster hunter tonight? 
And yeah, you work it out. You can quickly form a party. You go out and hunt monsters together. Um, it, it's on the one hand, it's very simple. Uh, on the other hand, it's got some very com complicated elements. I'm still getting used to the controls and things like that. Uh, but I am enjoying it. I'm I, I'm really disappointed that I waited this long to pick it up because it is a very very um, very very good game. Uh, like I said, Dauntless on PC. If you're a PC fan. Um, definitely <clears throat> consider picking that up. Again, it's on the Epic Game Store. It's free to play. Um, if you're on uh, PlayStation, uh, Monster Hunter World right now is on sale. Uh, I think it's on sale through the 17th, which is today. So if you're listening to this right now, you may get lucky. If not, uh, sorry for the bogus info. Um, but yeah, Monster Hunter World, Dauntless, those kind of monster hunting team-based games, they're uh, something I'm, I'm into right now. Last but not least, I'm going to actually give you guys a mobile game. Um, and that is Motorsport Manager 3. Now, I, I will post this with the caveat that I picked it up when it was free. Uh, it was free for a couple of days a few weeks ago. I picked it up. I do believe it is generally $5.99 or $4.99 US. I think it's $6.50 Canadian. Um <clears throat> it's basically a, a racing simulation game. You manage a racing team uh, of two drivers, uh, and you work your way up through the different ranks. As you you know win a series, you unlock the next series. Eventually, trying to get to the final series where you can, um, you know, try to win the final series, and then just you basically keep on going. There's things like sponsors, and you can unlock facilities and car upgrades. You can steal parts from other teams, you vote on rule changes. It's for a mobile sim, it is very involved. The graphics are great. Um, the in-race uh, graphics are fantastic. In-race management is uh, is very well done. Um, it's, it, it's really easy to pick up and play. You don't need to know a whole lot about racing in order to make it work. I mean, it, it is it does help a little bit. If you have a, that little bit of prerequisite of having like some Formula One knowledge, for example, um, which I do have, but you don't, it's not really mandatory. The tutorials and stuff are really, really good. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's one of those games you can just kind of, if you have, you know, a 10 or 15 minute span, you can pick it up. You can do a race, get through a couple weeks of the season. Um, really easy to pick up and play. So, Motorsport Manager 3, uh, definitely a mobile game that I would be, uh, that I'm enjoying right now. Uh, and I'm not someone who, uh, plays a whole lot of uh, mobile games. It's hard for me to find ones that I like. Um, but yeah, Motorsport Manager 3 really has um, really has the grips on me right now. So those are some games I'm enjoying playing right now. Octopath Traveler on the Switch, Monster Hunter World on the PS4, uh, Dauntless on the PC, and Motorsport Manager 3 on my mobile. Uh, now let's transition over <clears throat> to three games... I am looking forward to playing very soon. Uh, and one that almost made the list, and that is Madden 20, which comes out on August 2nd. I think that August 2nd is like the super-duper, ultra-mega, uh, premier, access, origin, ultra-moon-based date. I have no idea. Madden 20 comes out now on about 19 different days in August. Um, sometime in August, depending on your level of subscription, how many kids you have, how many dependents you have, uh, what your median income is from one year to the next, um, you will be able to play Madden at some point in August. Okay? 
Um, they recently had a beta. Uh, I partook in the beta. I came away from the beta impressed with uh, a lot of the things on the field. Uh, the animations were really well done. The pass rush was very realistic. Uh, I was a little worried about this uh, the Superstar X Factor that they've introduced, but I was glad to see it wasn't overpowered. It almost kind of felt natural, like you had a superstar who was kind of in the zone. And um, But the reason why I leave it off the list is, one, I'm really, really excited about the other three games on the list. Two, um, I worry that um, franchise is not going to get any love. And I know you don't see a lot of that stuff in the beta, and, and I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to play the the franchise gaming card, because if I do, that's a whole episode um, <clears throat> all in and of itself. Um, but it's it's a concern. I play Madden for the franchise mode. Uh, just looking at it on the surface, it looks like very little has changed. Yes, obviously the franchise gameplay will be different due to the gameplay improvements, but I'm not as excited if there's been nothing done under the hood um, for franchise. Uh, so Madden was considered for the list, but did not make it. Um, so let's take a look at th the three games that did make the list. Number one, the one that comes out the soonest. It comes out in 11 days from when I am recording this, and that is Super Mario Maker 2 for the Nintendo Switch. comes out on June 28th. I am so pumped to play this game. Um, I did not own a Wii U, so any Mario Maker I played, it was vicariously through somebody else. Um, and, I mean, not a lot of people owned Wii U's. Uh, but I am super hyped for Mario Maker 2. Uh, I am glad it's coming out before I go to Cleveland um, so that I can have something to mess around with on the plane and, and, and you know, different foolish things like that. Uh, it's going to be something that's going to be really fun to play with my kids. My kids really are into the Switch lately. Um, especially, like, they love building stuff. My son is a huge Lego fanatic. My daughter loves Minecraft, so I think they'll both enjoy Mario Maker 2 so that's going to be kind of cool for us to kind of build levels for each other and, and you know have like kind of family competition so to speak that's going to be a lot of fun I'm really looking forward to that um, <clears throat> you know it's something that on the surface it seems so simple but you know you can't really um, you can't like it's it's just so fun you can't really look at it and evaluate it and say, oh, you know, like, how can sitting building a Mario level not be inherently fun um, and challenging? And, you know, I look forward to trying some different things online uh, and just having fun with the game. Like I said, I've been super, super hyped since it was first announced. Uh, the date is almost finally here, uh, June 28th, Super Mario Maker 2. Uh, I am pumped. You guys have no idea how pumped I am for this game. Sticking with the Nintendo Switch, uh, on July 26th, Fire Emblem Three Houses is going to come out. A lot of people at E3 were waiting for Nintendo to announce that it was going to be delayed. Well, it's not. It's coming out on July 26th. 
worldwide. Um, apparently, so I don't know a whole lot about Fire Emblem. I'll be the first person to admit that. Please do not hold that against me. Um, but from what I've seen of this game, I'm very excited. Um, apparently, it's like the 16th game in the series. Um, and then there's three different houses. And I think you can pick... Um, you can pick which one, like what what your I don't I don't I don't quite understand the whole story just yet, um, but like there's an academy and it comprises three houses, and it's three different nations. I think there's the Black Eagles, the Blue Lions, the Golden Deer, and you know it's kind of like a tactical RPG. Um, a lot of stuff came out. Um, about it in E3. Um, I, I saw the Polygon had an article that said it looks incredible. Um, it, 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 you know, it's kind of, they've kind of gone back to like an older art style that kind of fits more into the series that they've had. Um, like I said, I don't, I don't really know a whole lot about it, but like I said, what I've seen in terms of um, you know, the reviews, not reviews, but like previews and, uh, the clips I've seen of it and, you know, the pieces I've seen of it in Nintendo directs, it looks really, really cool. Um, so yeah, Fire Emblem's Three Houses, I'm definitely going to pick it up. Um, I'm definitely going to give it a try. I think it's something too that again, you know, my kids may or may not enjoy. We'll see. Uh, they may enjoy it. Um, I don't know. They're maybe not, it might be a little more mature for them, like not in terms of content, but just in terms uh, of, uh, you know, being maybe a little more quote unquote boring um, than, you know, something that they may have wanted. Um, so yeah, so Fire Emblem Three Houses, it comes out on July 26th for Nintendo Switch. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And last but not least, yes, another Nintendo Switch game, folks. Uh, this time, it's Astral Chain. Now, Astral Chain, to me, is one of the more unique-looking games uh, in the next few months right now. It's almost like a comic meets anime sort of setting. Like the characters have, like you can tell that there's some some anime influence in the characters, but then a lot of these screenshots almost look like they have like a like a comic book sort of pop and art and and coloring to them. So on the surface, it looks really cool. Uh, it's very eye catching. You look at it and you're like, huh, that looks, you know, very very appealing. Um. You play, I can't remember, the. they announced the person's name. Um, but you play a police officer. Um, and you're part of a police task force called Neuron. Um, your task is to repel the threat of the chimeras. Um, the, the person you play is a rookie on the force. Um, but the, the, the part of the gameplay is that you control two characters at once. You can switch off amongst several character types, different skills. 
Um, and the goal is to save the Ark, which is a large city um, that is under siege from these Chimera type things. Um, it's it's kind of funny because a lot of people have said, well, this is like the Nintendo version of Cyberpunk. And I've seen that comparison many, many, many times. Um, so that has me intrigued. Um, this is not typically the sort of game I would play. This, this action adventure... <coughs> this action adventure sort of game is not really... Um, something that, you know, I usually gravitate towards. Um, but I've just, like I said, I've seen so, so many clips and, uh, so many things written about Astral Chain that it looks so much fun. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to trying it out on August 30th when it comes out. Um, uh, so there you go, guys. Three games I am looking forward to playing soon. Super Mario Maker 2. Um, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Astral Chain. Uh, I'm still going to be playing Madden. Uh, don't get me wrong there. I'm definitely going to be playing uh, Madden 20. That's not a matter of if. It is a matter of when. Um, but I just happen to be, at this point in time, more hype for those other games. And I know you're saying to yourself, Snaggle, what's with all the non-sports games? Well, Chad, I'm evolving. Chad. I am evolving as a... As I get old. The evolution is real, folks. Um, so that's going to do it for this episode of 3 Now, 3 Soon, and this episode of The Snaggle Show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Friday and Monday's episodes will both be wrestling-themed episodes. On Friday's episode, I am going to be doing a rewatch of the Goldberg-Undertaker match from Super Showdown, which happened uh, earlier this month. Um, we're going to be re-watching that in its entirety. Uh, I'm going to watch it live. Well, you know, not live, but I'm going to watch it on the network. We're going to talk about it as it happens, give a bit of reaction to it. Now that we've let it breathe for a couple of weeks, uh, we're going to dive into Goldberg Undertaker from Super Showdown. And then on Monday's episode, um, next week, what I am sure is going to be the most controversial episode of the Snaggle Show I have ever done. I am going to unveil my Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. The four guys whose faces I would chisel into stone to comprise the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. That is next Monday's episode again. Goldberg Undertaker rewatch is Friday's episode. Um, so a couple of wrestling episodes coming up. Uh, as always, guys, I appreciate you guys um, taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you guys want to see some more cool stuff, make sure you guys head over to my Patreon, patreon.com slash snagglej. Patrons over there get a special privilege of doing a monthly live wrestling watch along um, with me with Mrs. J. We're going to be starting those next month. The first one, we're going to be doing it open for everybody. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, patreon.com slash snagglej. As always, guys, make sure you guys follow me all over the interweb. Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, all at snagglej. Jump in the Discord, discord.snaggle.club. Uh, again, guys, I appreciate you guys for subscribing to the podcast. And until next time, peace.